welcome to the Living Enlightened podcast. I am Michelle from Michelle Laprice Lightworker. And I'm Becca from Insightful Connections. Welcome, Beck. Welcome, Michelle. It's nice to see you. <laughs> and so welcome we- to our listeners. Yeah, it's nice to have everyone listening from uh, home or in the car, wherever you may be. We're going to draw a card today. So as always during our episodes, we like to draw a card and give you some guidance, maybe get you set for your uh, weekend because this releases on a Friday. Every episode releases on a Friday. But Beck, the theme for today is, um, you know, you and I are in our 40s and we were talking recently about all the craziness with, um, you know, your girls learning to drive and, you know, getting jobs and, you know, all of that. And it's a lot. And I think it's changed a fair bit. And I do feel like there's a bit more, you know, maybe pressure on the younger generations than maybe what it was when we were growing up. So I thought that might be a fun episode just to talk about. And it was based on a conversation Beck and I had. Um, but yeah, I just thought that might be fun to have a chat about today. So we're talking about generations then and now is our theme for today, Beck. But before we talk about that too much, and I'll be drawing a card in the background, you have been busy, I think, this week. So what's sort of been going on with you? What have you been uh, doing? Uh, this week, I've just been focusing a lot on um, trying to catch up on rest and a bit of self-love, trying to spend time um, with the family and just making sure that, um, you know, I'm just trying to energise myself and, and take a step back and, and not focus too much on things I don't need to focus on. So, And we need that from time to time. And so why we figure out what's important to us, isn't it? That's right. That's and we were just right. saying, you and I were just saying that we're both pretty quiet at the moment. Like I, I haven't been quiet in a long time and you were busy. I remember at Christmas, I think it was into January, like people were sort of, you know, ringing you up and like, Hey, we need a book. We need a booking with you. And then that's really, um, that's really quietened it off a bit. Um, certainly I've noticed that like, this is the quietest I've been in, uh, I don't reckon, I reckon probably one and a half, two years. So, you know, it is quite period at the moment. So I feel like everyone's just trying to recover. There's that Pluto energy around. I posted about that on my page, Michelle Price, a light worker. That Pluto energy, um, there's a lot of Mars and Mercury energy. The anger um, seems to be coming out a bit. So mm, it's pretty interesting energy at the moment. But um, it's giving us a chance, I think, to recover and rest and prepare, you know, for the next leg of the relay, maybe. That's right. Getting ready, mm. getting ready. Mm. <laughs> getting yeah. ready for what comes next, which is amazing because we're always looking forward to that. That's it. We don't want to we don't want to be quiet and bored for too long. But Life is um, never it's boring. Good to, it's good to have that opportunity to just sort of, you know, rejuvenate. Mm. Catch yeah. up and focus on the things that you've been perhaps overlooking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, it's funny because um I had, you know how from time to time we get sort of insight into each other and other people in our group and things like that. Yeah. But um lately I had three clients of mine reach out and go, Michelle, I dreamt you were on the television. You were doing like platform mediumship or something. I had someone else uh, write to me and they didn't know, but they said, oh, have you got a book or something? Is there a book? And I was like, well, yeah, like it's still in the publishing phase. Um, So someone saw me on TV. Someone else saw me um, with a book. And then uh, Lisa Rose, who I love, one of my regulars, she's a gorgeous girl in Brisbane. She messaged me and said, Michelle, I don't know but what's going on, but I just have to tell you that you're going to be really big and I don't know how I know that, but I kind of had a dream and I hope that this sounds okay. It's not really ego, but she's like, I just feel like you're going to, you're going to do something or be someone. And I do kind of feel like, and it's not ego, but I do kind of feel like 
a lot of us, not just me, but a lot of us are on the cusp of something, you know, and it's terrifying because it's like, oh my God, we're going to be put out there a little bit more and, you know, it's going to be a bit more pressure and more people are going to see us and, you know, and it's a bit scary when you have a down period, like a quiet period, because then you're like, well, what if like, I don't have any clients and then all of a sudden I take off, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's a lot. <laughs> so it is a little bit scary, I've got to tell you. Um, and it is confronting. I mean, when you think about, like, I've been thinking about it, I'm like, it's just ego. Like if I have a quiet week, I have a quiet week and I catch up and work and do other stuff. I mean, I've still got bookings coming in for future weeks. It's just this week is quiet. So you know, um, that has been a bit challenging, but, um, yeah, just amazing. Like all the insight out there, you know, it was just clients of mine, you know, ring me up going, I'm dreaming about you, you know? Um, so I think that's really great. It gives me a bit of um, clarity, I guess, you know, cause when you're looking at your own life, it's a bit tricky sometimes. So yeah, that's been, uh, that's been really good. So Beck, um, shall we get into the episode? Do you want to kick Absolutely. Off? Yeah. Oh, actually hang on card. Oh, you got the card. Hang, hang on. on. Card. Hang on, everyone. Uh, <laughs> listener at home, hold, hold the phone. Uh, we will be talking about phones later. Um, the Rose Oracle. Uh, so these are amazing. Rebecca Campbell. Uh, they're her new ones. And they're beautiful, Beck, because on the back, they all link up together. So if you put yes. them up on the table, they all link up with a picture on the back, which is um, various roses and little triangles, which is very Rebecca Campbell. She seems to have the triangles all through her decks and the diamond shapes. So this is a picture of um, several roses. There's a couple of women uh, very large women, not large women, but larger size to scale uh, women at the top. And uh, they're sort of split in between. They're split in the middle. And there's a smaller sort of um, sized woman. So they've just made them different sizes. There's a smaller woman in between the two larger women at the top. And then a couple of women at the bottom near a pool. So there's this beautiful kind of aquary pool. There's almost this shape in the middle um, that is almost very Buddha-like as well, almost from the negative space. This one's called the Rose Thread. It's about your inner calling, following your soul, the mystic energy, which is very mystic because the women in the image have uh, a cloak. So their head's sort of covered by a cloak. It's very mystical. Uh, and this is all about living courageously, you know. And so when we talk about courage, it's all about brave, being brave, um, stepping into stuff, even when we feel like it's really uncomfortable, um, we're still getting into it. Uh, we're dealing with that, um, you know, we're taking those risks. We're getting out of the comfort zone. That's what living courageously, you know, says to me. Um, and it is being guided by your soul, which is really the gut, you know, the gut instinct. Um, so the Rose Oracle, really, really great deck, Rebecca Campbell. Um, where I think beautiful just, cards. Yeah, at this period, we just want to listen to that inner uh, calling, let's say. I'm going to take a photo of those and I'll put them into the um, chat. Um, but that is our card for this episode, Rebecca. Did you have something over your side over there? Or I just, you know? No, I just wanted to say I just love because I've got Rebecca Campbell's Starseed Oracle cards here. Yeah, they're great um, too. And I just love, and even the boxes in them are just so cool, the way they yes. sort of the triangle. Yeah. You were saying with the triangle, triangle and you've got yep. the triangle sort of lit on the, the box. Triangle. It's really cool, really yeah. cool. Everything in that box is a triangle. Mm. When you pull it all apart, um, everything yeah. makes a triangle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, so I might jump in cards. and kick things off yeah. and um, we'll get into it. So, look, the first thing I wanted to start by saying today was that, um, you know, as we grow up, I remember when I was in the car with my dad and my dad's a muso, so he used to play the drums in a band and loves his music. And so I remember growing up and being in the car with dad and it's like 
you know, you'd have, um, you know, some old school kind of music on. And I grew up listening to, you know, Rolling Stones and Led Zeppelin and he had everything on record and ACDC and, you know, all the big rock and roll groups. Um, we had Woodstock, Dad, you know, had Woodstock on tape and all of this. And, um, yeah, it was just really, really cool. But I remember growing up and thinking, gosh, you know, when I am a grown person, like when I'm an adult, the stuff that I like to listen to, which is, you know, the popular stuff of the, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, is going to be old school. And I remember being really surprised because my background's radio, you know, and I remember um, walking around the building and it was in, um, it was when I was working for Hit 105, which is one of the younger stations, one of the younger generations. And they're going, right, you know, this is old school. We're doing some old school. We're going back to the 90s or something. And it was like, you know, 2000 <laughs> and something or other. And I'm going, the 90s? And they're playing something from the 90s going, this is like, you know, old school. And I'm going, what? That was like a decade ago. Like, what are you talking about? Because, I mean, it's 2022 now, but it wasn't, you know, when I was working there, it was probably like, you know, 2013 or something. I'm just thinking, my God, old school, that's a bit bit rough. I'm thinking 60s, 70s, 80s, you know, like far out. Um, And that was a bit of a wake-up call. And, um, you know, because we're in our 40s, uh, so it's not like we're over the hill but um, yeah, it was a bit of a shock. And I, I do remember thinking that I was sort of looking into the future, thinking at some point, you know, this music I'm listening to right now, especially in my school formal, you know, 93, I graduated in 93 from high school. So it's like, you know, there's so many songs from the 93 for a formal graduation that I hear, you know, on the radio. And it's like, it just really takes me back. You know, music is really, really powerful, you know, for taking you back to childhood and all of that. It's fantastic. It's funny you say that about it's, 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 it's just, mind-boggling when we have discussions even this I mean we've, we've been friends for um, and doing stuff together for, for a couple of years now um, but every now and then we just have these conversations and, and things come up my parents used to be DJs <laughs> so we grew up <laughs> Michelle's looking at me with oh my god what I, no idea. I didn't know that no, so we used to grow up and we used to, um, you know, help stick on the little glass tiles to make mirror balls, mirror balls, Michelle, and the traffic lights and the ropes, the lights. So oh we used to go and set up, help my. set up with the, the discos that my my, um, my dad, my stepfather um, used to do at the local high schools and at the local, um, what were they, the police citizens clubs, the mm. police citizens youth clubs and those sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, we had all the music too. So I grew up with everything, absolutely wow. every sort of type of music. And I'm just, um, I'm just, you know, it, it's just incredible how many synchronicities we have from oh childhood that we just sort of we've never, we've never, I mean we talk a lot but I mean we've never talked about that before it hasn't come up no no so I'm, I'm just I'm just a little bit um wow <laughs> a little bit taken by that that's really cool <laughs> um but but yeah so with the discos and things and with the music um I think it is absolutely incredible how much like the, the the children of today the generations of today have so much more music than we Oh yeah, access we've to, got yeah. it too. We've got access to it too, but we sort of tend to stay in that our own little genres and and what we're familiar with yeah. um, is is what I want to say. So I'm, I'm I'm fortunate. I'm so happy that when I was growing up, I had a mix of everything. We had all sorts. 
all, all types of different music and things like that. But today it's just incredible how they can just access anything absolutely anything yeah because remember when we were growing up we had to wait Mm -hmm. for um you know our new album or whatever we're waiting for to come out we had to wait for it to come out at the music store it didn't just it wasn't online yeah this is what people like your kids wouldn't understand is we didn't just you know we didn't just download it on apple itunes like instantly the second it was recorded we had to wait for it to be sold at brashes or you know whatever chandler's my mum worked at brashes (laughs) Oh my God. But we had to wait, yeah? Like it would come in at the yeah. music store, you'd be there queuing, you know, waiting for that album, you know, Madonna's yeah. latest album or whatever it is. That's how we used to do it. It wasn't just, you know, and I think that's the biggest difference with the generations is that we were used to waiting. We're patient. We're used to doing that's that. Right. And it's like the younger generations, they're like, why isn't it here? Why isn't it here? Why do I have to wait? Like Netflix, binge watching. You could you didn't binge watch anything. It was like, that's the episode, that's finished. Go to bed. It was exactly. no binge watching. Exactly. And there's definitely none of this downloading. There was definitely oh my God. no downloading. What is I that? remember, and now this is probably just giving away our age a bit. Everyone knows how old we are anyway, but this really makes us feel old. Plugging in the modem. Plugging in the modem and hearing yeah. it. Make I'm back there, though, Beck. I'm back Great. there pretty much. Not a modem, but I've got an Ethernet cable. Yeah. Because the internet's useless here. Yeah, you couldn't use the telephone and the computer at the same time. That's him. I remember that. You had to use the phone line. Yep, yep, And these are dial. Was that a dial phone or is that more of a push button at that point? That's probably more of a push Um, button. Yeah, we had the push button at that point. There were still the dial phones and and what have we had those. I remember when cordless phones came out. (laughs) Yeah, when the cordless phones came out, we're like, oh, I'm James Bond. Look at me. Because before that, there was a cord. And then you had an extender. Did you have an extender? I had an extender so I could, like, go into my bedroom. Get out. You're not listening to my conversation. And I'm like, into my bedroom. And you had to tuck it under the door so you didn't break it in the door when you shut the door. And how many times did people disconnect your call because they tripped over the thing and pulled it out? Oh, my God. Or someone picks up at the other end, it's dad on the phone listening in or your mum. Remember that? Because he had two phones in the house and someone else has picked up and you hear the click and you're going, get off the phone, get off the phone. Yep, or your sibling it. or something. But yeah, yeah, how funny. Hilarious, mm. hilarious. Um, but now that we've just said that, I've just, I've got some notes here um, about the generational differences. And this is kind of, you know, a little less lighter than what we've been talking about. But still, I feel like I need to say it. So the generational differences usually is around values, opinions and beliefs these days. And it often causes confusion and conflict between the generations. And it's not that I just wanted to sort of reiterate here that it's not that either generation is wrong or right. It's basically part of doing the best with the information we had at the time and working with that. So, um, you know, like we are saying, we didn't, couldn't use the phone and the computer at the same time. Um, but it's the, the opinions and the beliefs. So I just, you know, cannot have an understanding of the experience of another person. So when we're getting down to their beliefs and, you know, things like politics and values and, and the like, you know, you can't sort of think the thoughts that they're, that, that, that they are general, you know, it's that they've had as a result of their experience because it's generally a result of the lineage and the beliefs that they've had there, the learned beliefs. 
And again, like the music, it's amazing that we have so much more information available to us now than we have ever. So I just wanted to say it's important to remember that to bridge that generational gap with those differences in opinions and politics and things like that, the best way forward is to trust your own emotions and your own guidance system. And, you know, if, if it feels bad, it's an indication that you're on the wrong path because life's not meant to feel bad. And I think everyone's sort of slowly coming around to that at the moment with mental health and physical health, those sorts of things. They're taking more, more notice of that and choosing the better feeling over it. So, you know, let it go and focus on the better feeling thoughts and approaches. The big takeaway from this part is that people struggle, that with people's struggles, and as a person, you can support and encourage. And I was saying this to Michelle a bit earlier. This is some advice I gave one of my children this week, um, that with people's struggles, you can support and encourage. But as a spiritual sort of energetic being, the energy is not yours to hold. You have to let that go. And with the generational sort of bridges that are there building those bridges and the gaps between them, you have to let go of their beliefs and their be considerate, have some support, give support, um, you know, and encouragement to, to help them understand your sort of side, but don't hold on to that energy and get all mm. built up and, and, you know, let that affect you um, is, is the only thing I, I sort of want to say there. But um, I just want to also say that going back on a more lighter note, I have put a photo up um, as an attachment mm. there. I don't know if you can see it, Michelle. Yeah. Of the chair, these are the old school chairs that we had when we were growing up. Oh That's my what god! We you're definitely on. getting you're definitely getting um what are those things <laughs> called on your bottom? Bad things on your bottom. What are those things called? Um, piles. like a hernia piles. piles. That's what I'm trying to think of. When you're pregnant, yeah, 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 piles. You're definitely getting piles on that chair. <laughs> but I thought that was funny because I was actually out at an appointment earlier this week and I sat there and I was just absolutely gobsmacked. I'm like, oh my God, they're the chairs we used to sit on at school. When oh, I so was that wasn't like actually your chair. That wasn't actually a photograph of your chair from school. That was I um, came across it a couple of days ago, wow. more recently, just prior to this, this episode. So I had to stick that up there. I was just sitting there going, oh my gosh, I have to put a photo of this chair because now it's all ergonomic. It's all ergonomic. You've got back supports. You've got cushioning. You've got height yes. adjusters. You've yes, got you do. All these different things. Footrests. Um, playgrounds what we as well. Think about the playgrounds. Oh, They're like a double right. death trap. If you survived the playground when you were a kid, you were like you were like a superhero. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. And now they've got like the rubber. They've got like rubber so they bounce if they fall off. And like, you know, everything is like. Yep. Yeah, the right height, you know, like you don't burn, um, I was going to say bad word, you don't burn your hands really badly because, you know, the monkey bars back in the day were just that metal, like just the real, you know, metal and it was like you burn your hands. But everything's like a different kind of material now so it doesn't absorb the heat as much. I mean, we used to suffer third degree burns to get across the monkey bars and it would just make you go faster. I mean, you know, and then you'd fall and you'd land on the concrete usually. There was concrete, you know. Part of the thrill of going on a slippery jet was jumping off and running around to cool, to cool your legs and your bum yes, off. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And now they're like, you know, they're in some sort of plastic material, isn't it? Ah, you know, toughen up, toughen up, Rebecca. Children, children out there, toughen up. Oh my God, we sound so, so funny. But yeah, that's, so funny. That's, playgrounds were a big one. It'd be interesting for, for the listeners to sort of um, comment or email us about certain mm. experiences they can remember as yeah. a child that are different now. 
Yeah, playgrounds were death traps. That is for sure. Um, but that was the fun of it, you know. Your parents send you off and it's like if you survive, great, you know. Um, that's why you have multiple children probably because people used to have a lot of kids back in the day and it's like, oh, well, you know, <laughs> the playground might claim one of them so we're going to have a few, few backup plans. We have a few spare parts. Do you remember yeah. dinking? Did you ever dink on a yeah, bike? Oh, yes. Yes, because that's what you had, yeah. the, spo- the extra little bits on the tyres and you could like stand on the that bit yeah. or you'd stand on the sit on the handlebars or something yeah mm. yeah yeah and oh spoke gosh. jokes and mm. yeah that's right I remember my aunt and uncle um landing up in hollow I think he broke his nose but took all oh. the skin off his face because they were dinking and he was just arms out legs out going ah oh, like an octopus sort wow. of you know and they went too fast and hit a thing and they both come off it was um but it didn't stop them I no, did never did. But never did. You don't see people doing that now. That was like battle wounds, mate. That was like battle wounds. You're off to school and you're going, look at this. Look at this thing. Yeah. You know, there's my elbow. There's a bone or whatever. It's like, look at that. That's battle That's wounds. That's right. That, that made you, you know, that made you like really popular at school. Right of passage, wasn't it? Hell yeah. I just lost my kneecap. Here we are. It's like, wow. That's um, That's impressive. All the boys at my school used to have a lot of that going on. Um. The uh, I was well, interestingly, talking about school, I've moved a couple of things up here, talking points, because I'm like, well, that's interesting. That reminded me of something. Um, when we were at school, no one ever talked about like feelings and emotions. No one ever asked if a teacher said to me, Michelle, how are you feeling? I would have died, I would have dropped dead. Like, no one ever talked about feelings at school ever. And it's like nowadays, you know, I think they do. Like, I'm hearing that teachers are sort of starting to do that and they're starting to incorporate it into like the curriculum and you know, depending on what school you're going to, but they are starting to sort of address feelings and emotions, which I think is amazing. And my dad actually apologized, but how embarrassing. But recently I was on um, a YouTube uh, (laughs) channel live with um, a guy named Brooke Havland and he's awesome. He did my um, Facebook intro, not my Facebook intro, StreamYard intro for the, um, uh, my Facebook lives and things. So he's awesome. He did all my music for me and everything. And as an exchange, and I did this YouTube uh, video with him. It was live and I was just chatting about growing up. And I said, well, you know, when I used to see spirits when I was growing up, dad came in and told me it was a devil. And so I didn't realize dad was going to listen to this. And he also played it to his priest at church, his Anglican priest at church. Yeah. So his Anglican priest is wanting to talk to me now. And I'm like, oh, my God. But dad like rang me and I'm thinking, oh, I'm, I'm in so much trouble here. But he actually said, no, he said, Michelle, you're right. He said, you're right. And how often, Beck, do you get validation from your parents like how often do you get validation you know we chase it we want it we want them to apologize for that thing they said or whatever but it's like he actually said to me you know I'm really sorry and he said I went to church and that's what the priest said and the priest was hell and damnation at that point it was everything was hell and damnation yeah. you're a sinner you know you got to f- repent you know do 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 it was all of that and he was like I was just going off what the you know the priest was saying and and that was what the priest said was that it's the devil and um and now I mean dad just binge watched that Tyler Henry show on Netflix and he's loving it. He's loving it. Like, you know, he never would have watched a show like that before. And he just thought it was all bad. And so he's apologizing, going, you know, I, I didn't take it seriously. I didn't realize it was a gift. It's now your business. And he's one of my biggest backers, which is awesome. So, you know, things are coming around a bit full circle, you know, I find. And um, yeah. I guess that's the generation, isn't it? You know, the older baby boomers, which is my parents' age, the baby boomers learn too, you know, and they um, they realize, oh, I didn't have all the answers. And it's not his fault. I mean, he went to church and that's what they told him and his parents would have told him the same thing, I'm sure, you know? So it's one of those things, but that for me was a big full circle moment. And I really, um, really appreciated that. And, and we had a really good chat. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just briefly, and I just want, oh, yeah. No, no, go, go. I was just briefly going to say, I remember because my dad and I used to go skating together a lot. And um, that's where I remember like Roxette and, you know, all the old tunes. It was like we used to go around the couple skating with my, you know, boyfriend at the time or whatever and listening to all the Roxette songs. And even now, like on the radio, that's that's better now. Even now they'll play like um, Echo Beach, Echo Beach, yeah. Far Away, you know that. And that was our speed skating song. So when that comes on, because I still hear it on the radio, I'm like, oh, my God, this is me. I'm like burning around the skating rink. And like it takes me straight back. It's so cool. But um, the fashion was a big thing. And so obviously at school, we just had a school uniform and you kind of did your uniform thing. But at skating, it was like we had the red, uh, not red, pink and yellow, like fluorescent socks. And we used to like alternate them. Like we put two over the top of each other, different colors on different sides, and then fold the top down. So it was like pink and yellow and yellow and pink or whatever. And that was so much fun. And like the hypercolor, um, which uh, tie-dyeing, that hypercolor was, you remember hypercolor where you'd like get it wet, like it gets sweaty and it changed color. Yeah. yeah. So hypercolor was a big thing. Everything was very baggy. So all the stuff that I wore was very surfy and very baggy. And Cuda Lions was the brand. And, you know, I just remember all these brands and like the cutoff pants. Like I had a lot of three-quarter length um, denim cutoffs and uh, denim skirts and denim jackets and denim everything. Um, which I think is probably the very neon American. colors. Yeah, everything the is neon. Glow in the dark. Glow in yeah, the dark. Glow in the dark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about that when I was about dad um, is the fashion, you know, and it does come back around because Jason, my husband, was like, Michelle, he looked at my wardrobe and was like, you look like you're out of the 80s. And I was like, well, I, I was born in the 70s, mate. So, you know, Jason's younger yeah. than me. So I'm like, whatever. Um, anyway, so I got rid of all my denim skirts and denim jackets and all of that <gasps> because he was like, yeah, he's like, you look like a cowboy. And I'm like, okay. So I got rid of it all. And then it's all, it's all in. Now I'm going back and I'm buying new denim skirts that are like 10 times more expensive than I paid for mine. You know, I'm like, oh my God, mate. Oh my God. Yeah. So <laughs> fashion, fashion. <laughs> It is, it is funny. It mm. is really funny. I remember um, because I was, you know, born in the late 70s. So the 80s, we had all of the, that fashion and what have you. But I used to love, and mind you, I used to nearly break my neck every time I wore them. But oh my God. do you remember the harem pants? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were the best thing to wear, but you'd always the get in there because really they were so baggy and so so airy. Yeah. You couldn't run in them. You couldn't sort of take oh, no. off really quickly and you had to be very careful how you yeah. walk because you, you wrap get, around your legs. They wrap around your legs. So you get your knee caught in it and you'd end up flat on your face. But mm. they were the coolest things to wear. Yeah. <laughs> I had that with Doc Martens. You remember Doc Martens? Yeah. Yeah. And they had the um the uh, shoelace loop and I think I've told you that before yeah. yeah and um you wrap your shoelace around and I got them linked together at the traffic lights when I was uh-huh. going to TAFE and um, I went to step and I didn't realize my feet were together I'm on my face on the road in front of cars um and my mate has just gone oh my god how embarrassing and like taken off and left me so I had to wriggle <laughs> like literally wriggle across the road on my stomach this is at TAFE I just finished high school wriggle across the road like a worm to get to the other side, to get my, my feet apart because I was on the road. And he's just left me. I'm like, are you kidding? And he's like, no, nah, it's too embarrassing. It's too embarrassing. I couldn't, couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. You learn who your real friends are, Rebecca. You certainly do. You certainly do. But I guess, you know, today you probably have all your friends. You, you probably end up 
you know, speaking to a counsellor or something over something like that. Oh, my God, yeah. You'd be going through you trauma, know, trauma PTSD. It, it would be extremely traumatic, <laughs> yeah. you know, all the different emotions that went with that and the, the near-death experience because you're on the road. Oh, my God, and, yeah, that was near-death and- experience. Yeah, totally, totally. But I think, but like, yeah, no. you know, it's it's it was toughen up, you know. Back in those days, it was like you come home, yeah, you, you know, you've fallen off the playground, you've got third-degree burns, you know, you've, your elbow's poking out your, um, some, you know, out your arm or whatever. And your mum's just like, well, you know, um, get over it. You know, there's, uh, there's, you know, put put some mercurochrome on it, Michelle. Or it was like, you know, you come home and it's like, you know, your, your dog's been put down or something. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, the dog's, you know, the dog's not here anymore. That's it. Yeah. You know, just deal with it. Yeah. It was like everything yeah. was just very toughen up, toughen up. Matter toughen of fact. Up. Yeah. Matter of fact. Yeah, there's a fly, in my, there's a fly in my, on my roast and they're like, oh, well, you know, that's protein. That's good. You know, you're lucky. Yeah. I didn't get a fly. Just shoo it away oh no no shoo, they would say eat it they would yeah. say eat it they're like oh it's more protein <laughs> that's what my parents said they were like that's protein that's why i don't eat meat anymore rebecca and i haven't for many many years so um it traumatized me it was traumatizing um one thing i did want to say just quickly um as well was um growing up with technology and this is something that obviously we talk mm. a lot about to our clients because we work with kids and families but you know, we didn't have a lot of technology growing up, as we've sort of alluded to with the plug-in phones and all of that. Everything was very plug-in. Everything had cords and wires and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like... But our memory was so good. Oh, I know. That's the thing, because you remembered all your friends' phone numbers. You had to remember friends' phone yes. numbers because you couldn't store it anywhere, apart from in your little, you know, book, your little phone book. You had a phone book. Everyone had dress books and phone books. Um, but we remembered everyone's phone numbers, and now we don't have to remember anything. So yep. it's like, you know, A, it's the whole, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. We never had Google. Back in the day, you had to go and find the encyclopedia or go to the library and find the answer. Like you had to yes. make an effort. Can you imagine? <laughs> like nowadays, it's just like, oh, let me just get my device and I'll just Google it for you. We didn't have that. Like you just had to sit there and really ponder things and think things through instead of just Googling it because Google has all the answers. It's like, it's so amazing. Like you think of how much it's changed in 30 years. And not only that, all of our assignments that we had to do because we had to use the encyclopedias to yeah, and reference um, everything, and reference everything. Everybody yeah. had the same information, so yeah. if you if you copied that word for word, the they teachers know. were all over you. They Whereas know. now you can Google something, and you end up with like you know um, anywhere from fifty to. To four hundred search results. Yeah, that's it. On so that got one topic, of getting caught. And well, not not that you know, not that I sort of plagiarised or anything like that, because you definitely lost marks. You'd fail when we grew up if if you did that. Yeah. Um, it was an automatic fail. Go back, do it again. Mm. Um, and and that was that was that was the reality of it. But I mean, everything. So everyone's work was exactly it was all very sort of. Um, I guess I want to I want to say military in the yeah, sense because it was all the same it was all uniform and any sort of deviation from that basic line and that's how we were taught so it was yeah. again very matter of fact in our yeah. learning whereas now there are so many more opinions more being able to come through more yeah. creative the more creative you are with your research the better marks you get mm. it's um it's better humans. Yeah. We're making better humans. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Michelle. No, no, there's no <laughs> interruption at all. I mean, this is a convo. I mean, it's um, when Beck says interrupt, I mean, what we've, we've got show notes in front of us. But, yeah, I mean, you know, um, really it's just a conversation. 
as far as the listener at home is concerned. But yeah, no, you're really, you're really bang on there because I think that that's um, one of the things I felt was very indoctrinated when I was at school. It was like yes. no one wanted you to have a brain or no one wanted you to kind of think for yourself. It was just very, this is what you think, this is history, this is what you know. And it's like, what about all the Indigenous people? What about all the other history that we have, you know, that we don't talk about? What, what about that? Is that the only history that happened? I don't think so. So it's like, you know, there's obviously someone who chooses what we learn and I feel like now um, we're a little bit more open, you know, doing the welcome to countries and all of that. Yeah. That's right. And I just want to say um, that there's stuff my children are learning now and they're coming and they're like, so do you remember this and this and this? And I'll be like, what? What, no. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? We were never taught that. We were never taught that. Tell me ah. about that. And then I'll start researching it. So there's so much more coming through. That's brilliant. But that openness, that mindfulness about, our history and our past and things because it was it was just like this is what you're learning and that's yep. it yeah these are the facts and, and you didn't even get didn't even get to learn all of it no so and and again that comes from our lineage and learned mm-hmm. behavior and learned beliefs and mm-hmm. things, you know what mm. have you it's very so. mainstream and very controlled and then when you try to get them to do something a little bit more creative it's like oh my god what do you mean like I get to make a choice here there were very little choices we had very little choices to make at school you know, it was yeah. like, you're going to this period, you're going to this classroom at this period at this time, do, do, do. Um, you're going there to learn maths. Like there was just no, there was very little choice. These are compulsory. You have to do these subjects, you know. So I think that um, we are creating some really um, amazing humans out of all of this. Um, the other thing I just wanted to touch on, which I thought was um, cool when we were sort of discussing this episode was about driving. And <laughs> I think I said to you previously, dad learned to drive around coconut trees because, um, and that's how he got his license because he was in PNG serving in the army reserves at the time. So he um, got to drive around coconut trees and passed his um, test. Mum and dad got manual licenses and I did as well. But initially I got an automatic license and I remember just being like a complete, I got teased so much for getting an auto. Everyone at school was like, oh my God, you got an automatic. Like, look at Michelle, she can't even drive a manual, you know, all of this. Because yep. what I felt was <laughs> like my friends were getting their manual straight away and a lot of them were crashing because they're like, you know, the manual was like a big thing. Like you're 16 and a half, 17. And all of a sudden, you've got road rules, you've got random people, you don't have your learner sticker on anymore at that point, you've got your P's on or whatever. And it's like you're driving along and you're trying to like turn corners and indicate and there's cops over there and, you know, changing gears down and all the rest of it. So all the kids that I went to school with who got them, not all of them, but most of the ones who got their manual straight away had crashes. And these are young kids and then that's traumatizing. And I was like, you know what, I just want to get my auto, get used to driving on the road with other people. Then I converted to my manual. I didn't lose any time. Like you still had three years or no. whatever. And I didn't lose any time. I just kept going. Um, but I did get my manual license and, you know, I didn't have and like I- really serious accidents early on. I did later have accidents, but early on um, I yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. But I think also, wasn't it the rule? I don't know what it is now, um, but wasn't the rule that if you had your man- your automatic license, you could you just switched over. You could automatically change over to a manual license after 12 or 18 months or something like that at the time. I think that's so New South you- Wales. I think New South Wales, they do that. Um, in Queensland, yeah. you have to reset. You've got to do it do it oh, all. okay. So I had to go yeah. back and do the test. and or not. I don't think I did a test as in like a written test. I didn't have to do a written test, but I had to go back and have lessons with a manual person, like someone with a manual, with manual car and yeah. Do the lessons and then do the actual driving test. So you do have to redo your driving test. But I think in New South Wales, you don't have to do that. Someone was saying that to me, one of my clients down there. Yeah, yeah. I think it's different. 
Um, which, I mean, that doesn't make sense to me because I feel like you at least have to like have set a test, like for someone to watch you and make sure that you can do it. Well, I, I guess, you know, if you get into a manual and you bunny hop everywhere, you're not really going far. It's not going to make a difference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to get yeah. out of the driveway first. <laughs> yeah. I'm sort of concerned about being the other person on the road with my uh, baby in the backseat or something. Um, but yeah. It's, it's definitely changed a lot. Um, but, you know, I, I think that that's, um, yeah, it's fun to reminisce. We've had um, both of us, you and I, and we've learned a bit more about each other too. Um, which, yeah, we didn't realise. We've got DJs. We've got my husband's a DJ as well, but um, Beck knew that. But, yeah, the parent thing, wow. Um, we learned a little bit more about each other. And how's this now with cars that park themselves? I know. How incredible. And, so, and the boot, you just push a little button, up it goes. It's like, that's incredible. Well, you just wave, just wave at your car or you just walk up to it and yeah. it just does everything. Well, that's what mum and dad do. They've got the push. What? They just put their finger on it. It's a fingerprint yeah. pad. Yeah, and it just opens. And I'm like, that's amazing. Um, every day, you know, there's more developments in e-electronic cars. I was talking about electric cars last night because of the um, yeah. fuel prices at the moment. So I think the governments are, going to, are starting to act on that and trying to promote that a bit more because um, who can afford over two dollars worth of petrol? A litre, you know. I, I saw in, in your notes there, Michelle, you were just sort of, um, you know, the van, manual versus the auto, but you mm. also had the subwoofers in your notes. Oh, I had, sub, I had a subwoofer in my car. I had a boyfriend who had a subwoofer and he's like, can I put this in your car? And I'm like, sure. And I see a basicness. I'm like, what is that? Um, say to the music, you know, that one, so unlimited and like, um, culture yep. beat, culture beat, culture beat. And I'm like, the bass was like, boosh, boosh. And we're all like, oh, I feel really sick. We're like spewing out the window. <laughs> like literally that, that, like hurling out the window. Yes. We were talking to the kids the other <laughs> night about this, um, you know, um, the, the doof doof cars, because we drove past a car and you oh could God, hear they had, you know, the thing I'm going sure. and it was the doof doof car. And <laughs> Matt and I were laughing and just going, yeah, that's that's a doof doof car. And the kids are like, what are you talking about? And we're like, can't you hear it? It's like doof 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 yeah. doof doof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Michelle. Hilarious. I had a guy running to, driving down the road the other day. I had a client here and I'm like, oh, we were calling in your spirit guides. And then this guy goes past and he's like, and I got this client oh, here in no. front of me. I'm like calling in the angels and it's that. And it's like, D-d-d-d-d-d. and I'm like, ah. Oh. And she goes, I didn't hear what you said. Sorry. <laughs> so funny. Went straight past the door and I'm like, welcome to Aura. Welcome to Aura. This is where I live. This is my home. Uh, anyway, I've got a client, Beck, so I better uh, better jump out of here as fun as this has been. Uh, we like to have a laugh on this podcast. Uh, We'd like, we like to share some of your laughs too, yes, So send absolutely. me and let us know your funny stories. Send us a message, an email. Um, what is it? Livingenlightened33 at gmail.com if you yes. want to get in touch. Uh, so next time we communicate, uh, Beck, and I'm just sort of throwing this in, so hopefully this is okay. Uh, but deep meaning from spirit is what I've written here. And I felt like I'll tie in delivering messages sensitively because that's been something that I've been sort of dealing with lately. Um, but, you know, it might go hand in hand. Maybe we might do two separate episodes, but I've sort of thrown all of that in there. And um, I was thinking we might be able to talk about that next time uh, we get together. Deep meanings from spirit. So repairing relationships, um, someone coming back in because they didn't get along with that person in life and they're trying to patch things up and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we might have a chat about that. So much of that, 2022, is bringing back 
all the karmic from the past or yeah. the past relationships yep. it's all sure coming is. back it sure is so yeah very cool very all cool. right well you, you have a lovely day michelle time. thank you rebecca thank you for the laughs i've got a had a good belly laugh with you today so it's been wonderful <laughs> In a good way. I wasn't laughing at you. I was laughing with you. We were laughing together. Yeah, but that's what we used to see. see this is the difference in generations. Like we that's just it. know that we're just having a laugh together. We're laughing with each other. That's Whereas it. today you have to sort of explain that, no, 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 I'm laughing with you. Yes. Not at you. Yes. Yes. We don't want to offend anyone. We don't want to offend anyone. So with that, we'll just leave it. Amazing. Have a great week. Bye.